What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. Hey, I wanted to, um, I know we're a little late on this episode, so I wanted to kind of uh, give you a little heads up on what's going on, what we've been working on. Uh, I think we briefly touch upon it at the beginning of this episode, but you know, with the ending of the LVO, Ray had a birthday this week. Um, he found out he's having a boy. Uh, we just fell a little behind on recording. You know, getting a show out once a week is real tough work, so we're working out, but we're excited to get you one. Uh, early this week, and we'll have another episode hopefully for you on Friday as well. Um, but I wanted to make sure uh, that I, I touched on some things, some things that we're working on, actually. Um, of course, as you know, if you listen to the show, I get a chance to go to the LVO, um, but I did keep myself busy. Um, I was listening to the Best General podcast. If you have not listened to this podcast, you, I definitely recommend giving it a shot. Um, it's NPR style, interview style, Warhammer 40k podcast, but kind of um, catalogs this guy's journey to try to win um, uh, a, ma- a major uh, GT tournament. Um, so uh, I highly recommend giving it a listen. But in one of the episodes, uh, the host, Adam Abramowitz, I hope I'm saying that right, um, said that he was sponsoring or attempting to sponsor a, um, a military unit overseas. And... Uh, when I heard that, I thought, ooh, I should probably see if I can get involved and, of course, get my listeners involved. Um, so uh, I reached out to him. He says he's had no luck getting any of his listeners to um, help out and help support and get stuff out to these guys. Um, now, this this in, um, this military unit is the HHSA 2-2 Infantry Battalion, 3rd Brigade, 10th Mountain Division. Um, these guys are based out of Fort Polk, Louisiana. Now, if you don't know anything about the 10th Mountain Division, these are one of the badasses of the badasses out there. Um, these guys are well known for carrying the wall locker rucksack, as we call it, because their rucksack, their backpack, is essentially the size of a wall locker. Um, it's huge. They carry everything in and everything out. Um, and I found it was funny. These guys were from Louisiana, but these guys specialize in jungle fighting. Um, so these guys are some hardcore bastards. And uh, right now they're out in the middle of nowhere. I can't disclose where they can't tell me where they are um, for force protection reasons. But uh, these guys are essentially cut off from everything from every MWR, which we call morale, welfare, recreation out there. Um, so while they're out there defending our freedom, uh, they go on patrol. They sit on their, their guard posts. They come back. Um, they exercise. And that's all they have to do. Um, and they're missing out on all of the. Uh, sort of the small, the small benefits of, of, uh, of home and of normalcy. Um, when I was in the army, we used to call embracing the suck. Well, these guys are embracing the suck every day and I'm hoping that, uh, I can help. And my, the veteran gamers out there will help as well to sort of lessen the embrace of the suck. Um, I also reached out to bam, my buddy over at the flying monkeys Wargaming podcast. And I said, Hey, are you interested in supporting these guys out there? And his response back to me was fuck Yes. Um, so he's also getting involved. So um, Bam and I are going to be sending some games and some toys out to these guys. Some Shade Spire, some X-Wing. I'll try to find some other board games as well, because maybe not everyone's in the GW. Um, but we'll be sending some stuff out to these guys to make their life a little bit more normal, a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, but beyond games, they need some other things that make life a little more bearable. You know, when I was overseas, I lived the same thing. Far from home, far from home again, and uh, a long trip away and a, and a you know, in a land far, far away, um, in some really rough conditions. So, um, the little things like drink packets and, you know, care packages and things from home really made those days a little less sucky. Um, so what I'm doing, um, is all of my, uh, sponsors, uh, like sky high comics, um, all the money I receive in sponsorship from them, I am donating to then send, uh, these care packages, off to there. In addition, um, every patron of the show, I am donating their funds as well to this cause. 
Now, if you're already donated the max, thank you. Fantastic. You're, you're $20, uh, Francisco and David cuts that 40 bucks is going to go to help pay for some of the send out to these guys. Um, if you are currently donating less than that, if you, if you wanted to help donate some more funds to help this thing along, um, you could up your donation for a month and that'll help go a long way into sending some more stuff to these guys. Um, just some more things to make life a little more normal. Um, you know, uh, drink packets. Uh, it's one of the things that is cigars and of course, uh, cans of dip. Um, now I know some people don't support tobacco, but I'm not going to deny a veteran or a guy out there you know, defending my freedom. Anything that's going to make his life a little more comfortable. And that means a can of Copenhagen. I'm sending him a can of Copenhagen. Um, so, and if you just want to donate for one month, um, that would be great. We still have a death guard set to give away. And if we can reach $100 in donations in the month of February, we're going to donate all the funds from February to this cause. If we can get $100 in donations from the patrons, we'll go ahead and we'll have the drawing for that last death guard set we've been promising to give away. So, um, you know, this is the veteran gamer. We're about supporting veterans. Um, they're out there supporting our lives and our freedom. And I think the least we can do is, you know, send them a comic book, send them a game and send them something to smoke or dip. Um, so if you could really help out in this scenario, that would, that would really make, um, this endeavor that much easier. Um, so if you're not a patron, you can go to the VGRpodcast.com, go to the podcast section. And at the very top of the page, there's a big red button that says become a patron. Um, and you can help support this cause to help get some some soldiers out in the middle of nowhere some hardcore infantry soldiers um, some things to make their lives a little bit easier um but with that being said um i'm glad we we're able to get a shot to you this week and another one here on friday um i hope you help us out and enjoy the show Gamer re-enlisted. Episode 26. Tony got Tony. What's up, veteran gamers? Welcome back the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and talks shit. I'm your host, Annie, and I'm surrounded by all my best friends. Surrounded by Ray. Eldar Rule. And Hayden. Hi. And the fat boy, Phyllis. Let me go ahead and say Eldar hey, Rule. I don't know if, you're, if fucking hey, any of you were fucking following LVO. <laughs> so we're a little late on this one. Just a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A tiny bit. That's okay. bad news if you hear that from your girlfriend. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, that's the worst news. <laughs> that's the of. worst. Oh boy. You start. You start like getting like bus tickets to get so, out of town. Uh, where, where's <laughs> oh, the man. closest Planned Parenthood? Yeah. No bueno. So what? So how much do we need to pay to get rid of this thing? Oh, I'm keeping it. Okay, let me get my bus ticket. Uh, uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, what was my name again? <laughs> that's a Blink One Eighty Two song. <laughs> that's not my name. Yeah. So LVO, man. Yeah. So we're we're actually chilling in my new pad. Uh, I bought a house, so right now we are in the new kind of the the podcast dungeon. 
I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, like it's it? definitely fucking cool. It's definitely warmer than fucking outside. I'm gonna tell you, it's fucking yeah. cold. So we've been now, now here in California, fucking sixty degrees is fucking cold as fuck. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm here in sandals yeah. and fucking shorts. Yep. So those guys off in Kansas, like, oh, they're in sixty degrees. It's so cold for them, you know. <laughs> but you know, when you're on the real coast, like actually on a coast, you know, not one of those flyover yeah. states. I actually, know what a coast is. Yeah. <laughs> You actually know exactly. what a city is. City is. You actually know what actual internet is. Yeah. Uh, you know. I'm sure it's pretty there, but the, but the internet sucks. Yep. Pretty or not? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Bam's there. It's definitely not pretty. <laughs> yep. I tell you, I smashed some girls in Wichita. It was it was quite pretty. Yeah, but your eyes were closed. Yeah, that's true. I was way drunk. So. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be equivalent to Bam, right? Okay. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. yeah. If I was drunk enough, maybe. I don't know. You might have done a Dunkalicious or something. Dunkalicious, he's pretty sweet. Straight up. So I heard. He looks so like soft. So I he does look that. like a little soft. He doesn't. Oh he's God. like he's like one of those guys that doesn't get hard all the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he yeah. that's the guy he looks. He's like that. Like three quarters. I've had way too many beers, but I'm gonna try to make this happen anyway. Yeah, but that's all yeah. the time. That's yeah. all the time. That's just as normal. Yeah, that's just as normal. This is permanent state. Permanent state. <laughs> yep. So we're gonna get a little caught up. I know we're behind on this episode a little bit. You know, post LVO, everyone was worn the fuck out. You know, and then Ray had a birthday here and Tuesday. Happy birthday, son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm fucking old. And then we found out you're having a a boy. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Another one of me, so watch out, motherfuckers. You finally shot straight, got a boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty cool. I mean, I'm pretty stoked. I'm happy for you, brother. It it was a lot easier to get a name for a girl. For me, I don't know why. But for a boy, I just can't. There's no, like, Heidi doesn't send out a name, and I'm like, yeah, that one. Like it was for Evelyn. It, it's really weird. You know, when you have a boy, you're thinking about like manliness and how can this boy be like, you want to pick the right name, right? You don't want to be that kid that's got like the girl's name for a boy's name. Like me, Andy, you know, walking around. <laughs> but you got big tits. It's all right. I got nice titties, you know? Yeah. Well, big, yeah. big tits get you a long way. They do get you yeah. a long way. Yeah. yeah. That and a firm grip. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So, you know, of course, obviously, I wasn't at the LVO. I uh, couldn't make it. I had, a, I had work to do. I was buying a house. I had to make sure I, you know, pay the bills and whatnot. Um, but uh, I'm going to let these boys lead off. Tell, them, tell us a little bit about their time at the LVO. If you guys want to do a shot for shot, go do a shot for shot. No, I mean, though, like I, like I was telling you, Annie, I want to get kind of directly into it. Uh, oh, yeah, the with issue. With the Tony got Tony fucking issue. And yeah. like, like I, I texted you earlier today uh, on Saturday. Um I've been listening to all these podcasts, and obviously I've been catching up because there has been like roughly about a week or so that I haven't been listening because I've been doing LVO shit and painting shit and fucking weird me painting. Um, you, you know it's it's close to a tournament if I'm actually painting. Effort. And I and I just I, I I gotta say like I just don't I don't see what the big fucking crybaby bullshit's all about. You know like. So give them the back, give them the backstory on what we're talking about here, and let's let's well, no. let, let me go ahead and caveat this, that this is some inside baseball here, but this is going to be about the if you're playing for a tournament, if you're playing for wins, or the difference between playing at LVO for like the ITC Grandmaster Championships and playing at your local game store. This is what we're talking about. There's pretty much a difference here. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a huge difference. There's a right. big difference. And and let me go ahead and caveat that I actually played Tony, like. I actually sat across the table from Tony and played him in an actual game at LVO in this fucking tournament where people want to go ahead and demonize him. And not that bad of a guy. He honestly reminds me of me, just a lot more fucking 
fit version and taller. <laughs> but, but I mean, well, Hayden's taller than you, so Hayden's not fucking taller, man. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. He's got those bubble, like you know, those steroids running through him. He's like no, a beast he is right not now. fucking taller than me. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Well, Phil is fatter than you. Phil, yeah, that's he got that on me. There's you nothing to say anything. This is radio. You got to say. You're shaking your There's head. Do Doesn't do anything. You got to say something into the microphone. I mean, I met someone today <laughs> that you told I was fat, and he's like, "So you're Phil? You're not fat because he doesn't know you yet." <laughs> okay. I just uh, wait, wait till just the because he was another guy out. and he didn't check you out and yeah. immediately complimented you that you were fat. You can't take that to heart. <laughs> I'm not fat. Looks can be deceiving. I'm husky. Nasty. You're you're fucking fat. But anyways, back to Tony. Um, like 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 I was saying, I played this guy in the, in the fourth round, and obviously going into this, I was like, man, I got a tall order for me to beat this guy, and he had a chest clock just like he did in fucking the two prior to the last game, two games prior to so that was against Sean Naden and the uh, chest clock. It's been the yeah. chest the chess clock. These people don't know what you're uh, talking about. Yeah, a chess clock. He he brought a chess clock. So and when you play, he chess- specifically told me that like, hey, I have a chess clock. You know, it's really nothing. It's just really for me to see where I'm at in the games, right? Yeah. When you play chess competitively, what they do is they have a clock that you have a maximum amount of time you can play your entire game and make your moves. So what he has done is he's brought a clock to test his own time to make sure he's doing. What he, he doesn't want to be accused of being slow playing, right? He doesn't. And on, and on that same note, he also told me, like, hey, my first turn does take a long time, but after that, we'll freaking bust on through it, right? But I mean, in all honesty, this is this is eighth edition. First turns take a long time in general. Right. And yes. It, and I've listened to all these podcasts from, I mean, from Forge Narrative, the fucking Frontline, the, the, the best general. I, I've talked, I listen to all of them. I, and I'm a truck driver, so I listen to a lot. And like the first turn is like they just always miss that like in this edition where deep strike is pinpoint where you want it happens no matter what you can charge um, out of deep strike people take the the measuring of the eighteen inches the nine inches between units or outside of a unit that you place is very very fucking important and I don't know if people are looking over this but people are meticulously measuring their deployments and it takes a long fucking time and and uh the game before nick Navadi, before the last game of the event um the, they were saying like oh he took an over an hour a turn he didn't take an hour, over an hour a turn it was deployment and first turn together took an hour and yeah it's a long time but i guarantee you if they would have kept going he would have been faster and faster and faster just like the game that fucking I had with him in the fourth round, where the first turn took a little bit. It was like 48, maybe 52 minutes when mm-hmm. I looked over at his clock. But after that, we were, we were busting through it. Boom, boom, and boom, boom, boom. deployment too, right? That was deployment, yeah. Deployment and first turn. Yeah. Like, I don't know, expect, like, first turn is very, very important, <clears throat> especially in addition where everything dies, to, I don't, I don't know where he's being demonized, right? And then it comes down to where, oh, he helped Alex pre-measure. If you, if, if, I don't know, Phil, Hayden, Andy, if you ask me like, hey, can you measure nine inches? Like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, I'm going to go ahead and measure nine inches for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's being a dick if you go, hey, can you measure nine inches out? And I say, no, I'm not going to do that. 
You go ahead and measure your nine inches. That's being a dick. Yeah. And it, he did that. And then when it comes down to deep strikes coming down, like deep strikes, like rules as they're supposed to be, that's the end of the, that's, that's the end of the phase. There's no more movement. There's no more, well, I'm going to go back and move these guys. Now, you could say, like, well, I'm going to place this here to be a placeholder. You know, that would be under pre-measurement. But there was no wording for that. He was just putting down his models. They measure nine inches. That's the end of the phase. I, I don't see, like, I don't know how we can have a competitive fucking tournament, have a uh, tournament that's called the the Masters, and then have all these takebacks. And then not follow the fucking rules. And not yeah, follow rules. Yes. Right. Like, we can't be competitive and and not follow rules. At the very well, least, everybody I... would be an asshole like you, Ray. Oh, look who showed up! God, fuck. holy shit! Look, <laughs> it's fucking Alex, and he's going hey. ahead and step out of here. But fucking Alex is going to step in, you know, fa- fucking fairy godmother over here, fairy fucking godmother. the loose of Alex coming out of his I store. Been on the cast for a long time. Yeah, and it's been uh, a great cast since you've been. I, I, I want to fucking leave now that he's here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone it's... does. But you're, but we've you we've already scene, lost three fucking... listeners. He's got, you know, handcuffs on him. No, handcuff I did. You, no, you're, you're burning. You're, you're like Con Air without Nicolas Cage right now. You are fucking up. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> but that, like, back to to what we're talking about, Tony and tournaments being competitive. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean if we if we don't if we don't follow rules? What does that mean if we give every mistake a go back? Ah. What I what I think it means, honestly, if you want to take uh, 40k or any type of tabletop seriously, you have to hold it to the same standards as the NFL or the UFC. Okay, well, you well, have well, the, well, you have these not, fucking rules in place, and you have to fucking follow them. Let's not let's not talk NFL because you know none of the fucking neckbeards that listen to us are anywhere close to playing fucking football. So let's talk okay. to something <laughs> like they are. Yeah. Let's talk about fucking magic, right? Okay, yeah. Let's take yeah. magic. Phil, yeah. you you played magic. Yeah. I played magic. I'm Alex is the owner of a store of fucking magic, and if no, you watch it, if you watch any major magic coverage it's you know, fucking brutal. Whatever, whatever the fuck it they're called brutal. if you miss a tap if you miss fucking untapping fucking yep. an upkeep yep that's it you you can't go that's, back that's right fucking it. that yeah, that's that's competitive shit and i for me i would i don't know if it's my military background or the fact that i played sports as a kid like there's rules and that's what separates it from playing at the park right like when you played football for a fucking park in a fucking division one fucking team aside from playing on the streets outside your house there were different rules right you had to follow the rules there was no going back there was no fucking stupid shit and it's the same thing as magic like you 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 don't untap that and you go to fucking i don't know the end phase okay you didn't untap that That, that's your own shit that's spent mana and I, i don't understand like what's this demonizing of tony for following the rules like those are the rules. It, it, people say that like there's no rule saying that it's the that's the end of the movement phase. It's at the end of the movement phase. Now, right. if we want to go back to the seventh edition, there was like there was this uh, Imperium Psyker. I forgot what it's called, but the Psykers were at the end of the phase. The one Psyker got to cast like multiple spells or some bullshit. I don't even really remember. That's but seventh edition. That's uh, it's it's seventh. It, it's legitimately seventh. And it, it's the state at the end of the phase. 
And it was even FAQ'd that, like, you couldn't do that at the end and then do shit after that because it was at the end of the phase. Mm-hmm. And it's the same wording as now. Like, something's at the end of the in the movement phase. You do end of movement phase things, and that's it. Well, I, I think what people are forgetting is the fact that after Tony played Alex, Tony played Nick. And Nick called Tony out on the wrong usage of the CP for the Shining Spears movement. Well, the misuse the, the misusage of the Shining Spears yeah. movement CP. It's the exact same fucking thing. So, in one hand, we are praising Nick for saying, yes, call Tony on using a CP at the wrong turn. Those are the rules. And we're deep yes, we are, pla- we are praising fucking Nick for doing that. And then, the same exact breath, we are demonizing Tony for calling Alex out on putting Deep Strikers down at the beginning of his movement. Now, I didn't see this game. I, I really don't know how many units were moved prior to the the dropping of these Deep Striking units, but I, I play a lot of Deep Striking units, and I fucking know. You put those motherfuckers down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking about where I'm putting those motherfuckers down prior to moving my, my other units who were already on the ground. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand how we're demonizing Tony, but then praising Nick in the exact same sentence. And, and I have <clears throat> and I have the same thoughts about that. Like yeah. Tony did one thing, and sure, if you want to think it's an asshole move, yeah, it's by rules. But then you go to Nick, like, oh, praise Nick, he's the best, you know, for getting Alex back. These are the same people that don't think freaking like eye for an eye is an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Or so I, I believe. Like to think to think that somebody following the rules is bad, but then go to somebody getting somebody on the exact same thing or the same people that I would believe that think eye for an eye is is a bad thing. Well, it's it's a, it's a slippery slope with that, you know. We we do all the time. Now I, I was I was talking to Andy about this a little bit earlier. Is that if this was the first six matches of the event, sure. I. And let me go ahead and tell you that Tony actually let me take some things back, like in our game. In in pylons, like when in assault, you're supposed to make your charge, you activate a unit, you do your pylons, you do your attacks, and then you pile in again once you're done, right? Now, Tony knew what I was doing for a top level player that he is. I was trying to keep my Dark Reapers in close combat so they wouldn't get shot. I was trying to surround some Rangers of his. So they want to get shot in his turn. Now, when I did my charge, I did that. I did the activation of the pylon. And I, I did my pylon so much to where not all of them could attack. So they wouldn't kill the, the rangers. But I failed to consolidate at the end of my activation. Because at the time, I don't know what was going through my head. But I thought it was at the end. After everybody's attacked. And I was wrong. But he was like... I knew what you were doing, like, go ahead and pile in, right? And so I piled in, and I locked his unit in combat. Well, which, what round was that? It was round four. But, but, that, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he, he was okay in those, in those rounds, right? Like, I, I can't speak for his other five games, but the game against me, he was totally cool about it. He wasn't fucking a dick. Mm-hmm. He wasn't fucking like, oh, you didn't pile in. He told me, like, hey, you know. At, at, it's at, it's supposed to be at the end of the activation of that unit, but it's all right. I understand what you're doing. Go ahead and pile in. And I locked his unit in combat, and he was unable to shoot my Reapers. He was able to deal with them anyways. Wasn't that big of a fucking deal. 
but I'm but I'm, what I'm trying to get to is that he wasn't that asshole that or quote unquote asshole that he was on stream the other rounds. But that's not going to be shown because that wasn't on on a fucking feed Live to stream. fucking thousands of people that were watching. Well, of those thousand people, how many of them actually fuck? Probably none. Like, that's why they weren't at LVO. Exactly. How, how many of them actually fucking play? Like, I, I, I 20, 30, but, but that, 40? But that's, that's the internet now. There's a lot of right. key, keyboard right. fucking words. And... I don't know. I just, I just don't think he he was really my feelings. It's yeah, but that's the people on the internet. Most of the people on the internet are people that play at their local store and don't go to these big events. They don't, yeah. they don't understand what's on the line. I mean, Tony had a lot on the line, and he lost all that for the same mistake that yeah, he did something not correctly, and that's why he lost first place to Nick. Tony's but, on the uh, American team, am I correct? Uh, wow. From what I believe, yeah, on Team Happy. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Which got second overall okay. under, under, Co- under Beast Coast. Okay. Mm, I wonder why. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know what that was I about. don't know what that means. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Isn't Beast Coast the same guys who are run Best Coast pairings? No. 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 Yeah. That's Left Coast. Uh, dude. That's Left Coast. Of course. Left Coast. Corsairs. God damn, I can't left talk. Coast I kind of had dude, a lot to drink already. You have been uh, out of the game a little too long, my friend. Well, you know, that's what owning a shop does to you. No, that's what playing Tau does to you. Fuck you. Hey, I'm the, sorry. Codex, the Codex you know is coming. I, when my Codex gets here, it's still going to be dog shit, shit. And it doesn't uh-huh. matter how good that Codex is, you are still going to be dog shit. Yeah. Just saying. It's not like you're going to play anyway, so what does the fucking matter? Fuck you. <laughs> but I, I just want to start off the fucking podcast, which is like, I don't understand what the demonizing of fucking Tony is and this whole Tony right. fucking got Tony right. bullshit. He was a good guy. I played him. Like I, I could personally say he was he was a great opponent. I, there wasn't anything in that game that like, oh, you're a fucking asshole. It's and, a, it, it's a good story. It's yeah. a good story yeah. for people who don't know what the fuck happened, who weren't feeling the emotions, and who didn't, who weren't fucking there. And most of the people watching, like, are people that don't make the top eight, right? And yeah. the top eight. Is it's basic, a whole different ball is a, game. Is, yeah, it's, it's basic it's not own, or it's not round one. It's its own tournament. Like right. there's only eight people playing, and it's the eight people of a five or four hundred and something, whatever people that fucking actually played, like event. Right. This is this is the the pros, right? This right. is the masters. Like this, this is, is the, the actual. Playoffs. It's the playoffs. master shit, right? And the Patriots are gonna. Win. And people want stop. And people want fucking take backs and go backs no you're in the top eight you're supposed to be here for a reason right yeah you can't so cross, play a tight game you can't cross the line of scrimmage what, what say, oh, like, i want to take that penalty what, it, what do people want want to do like fucking oh can you measure nine inches for me no I, i'm not gonna do that for you and then i would agree with you like yeah tony was being a fucking dick then you couldn't fucking measure nine inches like come on i i think at the very least uh this Tony Alex situation will serve as a lesson going forward. Sure. And I think going forward, I hope players get better to the point where they aren't asking their opponent to measure nine inches for them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I now, hope- but I don't, I don't think that's ever going to be a thing because we're always trying to become time efficient. True. And in a tournament where tables are, nut to butt fucking touching on both sides sometimes 
You need you need your opponent to measure that nine inches for the top eight though. I'm talking when you have tables where you can move. Yeah, around. but the top eight is still played on these tables. The only one that's not played on a table like that is the one being streamed. So the yeah. the top eight tables they're still connected. They're you, still you connected. To... They're still using the tables of the tournament. Right. Mm-hmm. So like 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 I said, I think going forward, uh, FLG uh, a bunch of guys can learn from this fucking mistake and set sort of like a standard to like professionalism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not next year, maybe not the next year after that, but three, four, whatever years down the road, you have guys who are pl- playing fucking 30 minute turns. Yeah. You know, who the top eight is played on fucking four separate tables mm-hmm. in their own room and it's quiet and there's a judge sitting by each table. Mm-hmm. We're still early in this, I think. I mean, to have a judge by each table, that means there's. That's four judges. I guess it's four judges. It's not that big of a deal. Right. But right now, it kind of seems a little out of it. But years down the road, if we want to keep on continuing this hobby to get to a maybe like a uh, professional gaming level, like all, you know what I mean? You you have uh, Xbox and PlayStation fucking PC games going to the professional level. If you want tabletop games going to that level, that's the fucking level that you fucking need. Yeah. Do you think the guys who play Counter-Strike or PUBG or whatever the fucking games you play are, are, are doing take-backs? Mm. No, they're playing a fucking game. Can you mm-hmm. take that bullet out of my head? I don't know what the fuck you're saying. He's saying but the headshot, you can't take that. Do, do you know what I mean? I, I think down the road, this is a catalyst for rules that need to be done. We It's it's a, a problem. We're going to solve it. We're going to move forward. And it'll get better because of it. Yep. At the very least, I think it will get better because of it. Well, I don't. I don't. Reluctantly saying, I don't think it's ever going to get better because the people in the community are not like that. People in the community are come from the participation awards. Fucking go to everybody. Well, I don't think it's up to the people in the community. I think it's up to the judges. I think it's up to yeah, and uh, the, and people the ju- like Frankie and Reese and Frankie and, and, and fucking John. They're the, they're the and, ultimate authority of what goes on in their events. Right. Yeah, yeah. John and, and, that, uh, and that's Frankie 100% true. This to, you know what I mean? That's 100% true that right. they are of the event, but they're also there to make money, and they're not also going to make people hurt their feelings where they don't come back. But I think if they put on a fucking show and a professional show, they'll make more money. Like, everyone loved the UFC back in the day. When there was no holds bar and people were punching in the groin, people were kicking on the fucking floor. There was no rules. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved it. It didn't make shit for money. Once they started making rules and mm-hmm. making it more professional and more of a fucking show, now the UFC is almost as big as boxing, if not bigger. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I honestly think that FLG and fucking ITC need to make it more strict and come up with the, I'm not saying next year or the year after that, but a, a gradual fucking down the road, make it this fucking professional. So you have, you can still go to LVO and have fun at those bottom tables or mid tables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the top tables, fucking get your shit together. But it's because not, it's fucking and, time. And you're right, Phil, because I mean, they have, they have, they've started to like last year when we went to SoCal open, they initiated the. The paint, uh, the, the painting, painting. right? I exactly, got my models right. Uh, prime example. Prime example. Continue. 
I got my models pulled. I, they said three color minimum and base. I didn't do my base, and I didn't have the three colors. So what happened? Uh, you didn't. You didn't have any colors on some of your models, right? When he said three guy. color minimum, he didn't have a fucking goddamn thing. So all right, yeah, yes, he, I he had gray models, plastic, <laughs> but, just put together. But you know, I had to accept the day that. before. I had to hours before. <laughs> I had to minutes ex- before. <laughs> <laughs> minutes before the tournament, I put three colors on them. Seconds so on, the, on top of the drones. You know, no, yellow, no, no. You didn't. You said fuck it. You just put the model together and put it on the fucking stand. Okay, yes, right. But you know, uh, but for me, can, can I continue on? Or are you going to be sitting there condescending? Ooh. Well, I'm always going to be condescending. Always, hundred percent. Who? But uh, ooh, you're right. Who gave us this beer? Uh, I think it was. Uh, Take a sip of this. I'm I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Take a sip of that and tell me you're not getting chunks when you take a sip. Take a sip. Fucking. I'm scared. Stop. Take a sip. A a, a big sip. Skunked. No, all those chunks in the bottom of the beer. Okay, come on now. Sorry, let's not be a child. Okay. No, it was it was like curdled milk. Fucking child. Anyway, that. anyways, um, with uh, no, with having my models pulled, I had to accept that because they were the ones that set the standard. This is their tournament, there's prizes on the line, and there's a standard to be upheld for the commute for you know the people who are participating in this event. Yeah, but th- those are rules and they're being enforced. And people and people seem to praise those, but people don't want to praise people following rules of the game. Well, like why do why do we have rules at all? And, my and I, I and I'm and I'm coming back to a circle of just why do we have rules at all if we're gonna just come back to or have go backs or fucking let people re-roll or fucking go ahead, that's fine. Don't call the champions, call it the fucking Fluff bears, we all give each other a hug, well, and we're all going to get a right, participation yeah, award. You're, you're 100% and right. Tony was right because it's in the rules. Movement phase, At the end of the movement phase, movement phase is done. Yeah. And you know That's why? It. And you know why he still played for first and second? Because it was in the rules. Yep. It's 100% correct what he did. And he. Or what he didn't. Also, or or also, what he didn't do, it's it, what his opponent did. It was also his mistake that he didn't use the. You know the strategy, right? Because he right, did not follow right. what it said that you needed to do. Yeah. in order and to on that strategy. about him not using strategy at the right time, there was a small clip later in the in the show that uh, Nick asked or Nick said something, and then Tony was like, "Yeah, we're doing the same thing." He knew he yeah. fucked up. Yeah, there's no take backs. You, you, and they're playing it in the top tables. No take backs. Mm-hmm. You give take backs, you get fucked. I, I think there's this, uh, uh, it's a common misconception when you go to these tournaments like LVO and stuff like that or SoCal or whatever you, uh, GT, where you read in the rule book, it's supposed to be a friendly game. And it is. I, I, I am I am so for a friendly game. But and I've had great games right, competitive. And, right. And know, I, competitive exactly. Setting. I've had great games where it is a fucking punch by punch. You hit me, I hit you, we go back and forth, and a victor happens, and even if I lose, I'm like, fucking GG, dude, you fucking beat me. And you know it, there's a difference between, you know, first round jitters, you know, 
first round, you know, shaking it off, you know, you're getting, you're getting into it. And it's like, okay, everyone's going to, you know, people are going to make some mistakes. You can, that's up to you whether you want, you know, the other person, if the other person asks me, hey, I'm sorry, I messed up. Well, after this tournament, I don't believe in first round jitters. Mm. I don't. Yeah. Because watch how fucking no. Phil's growing now. No, he's <laughs> fucking guilty. Uh-oh. Fucking guilty. After this GT, I do not believe in first round jitters. You know, get your first round jitters out with your fucking buddies at your local shop or with and your fucking friends. practice, man. And I fucking practice. I tell everybody Show on the yeah. fucking team play every game, and that's the only game that matters. Right? How, Don't think about Hayden. the other game or the before the game right. before you play that game. Right. And Hayden, how many fucking times have you and I sat down and practiced, and I've looked over at the table and said, for the next two and a half hours, you and I are not friends. That's been said multiple times. Right. It's fucking practice. Yeah. Okay. And Ray has told me multiple times, for the next fucking two hours, it is what it is. Yeah. Don't give up. I've been fucking losing to Ray. Don't fucking give up. Play it out. And I, yeah. I won one of my games at LVO because I did not give up. There Round two, I was totally, you've won yeah. this, man. I yeah. told my opponent, you won this. I am just playing for points now. Yeah. He goes, well, let's just play it out. Yep. We played it out. I ended up fucking winning. And some praise of God, you got on top. I, I fucking won. <laughs> You know, because I fucking kept on going. Who's this? Who's this God that you talking about? God. I don't know. I was mentioning chaos. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure God didn't roll your dice for you. No, it wasn't chaos. dice rolling. It was uh, my MVPs were the Shadow Sword, Celestine, and the troops. Really, troops? Celestine, because you were just you were talking some major shit before you went over oh. to LV. Yeah, so I, I didn't know how to play. I, before before we get anything else, I just wanted to end it up on the whole Tony fucking thing. That fucking here at the Veteran Gamer, we understand competitive. And Tony, if you fucking, for some weird reason, you actually listen to this shit, like, no hard feelings here, man. You're trying to win. I understand. I, I mean, I fucking understand, yeah, I, dude. I, I, like, I understand. For all the fucking pussies out there that are fucking never been to a tournament in their fucking life and then they're hating on them, like, Keyboard warriors. Keep, keep on keyboarding, you know? Yep. Try and have that pressure on you. Carl, we know you're out there. Because nobody behind that keyboard was fucking trying to trying to win a tournament for fucking thousands of dollars. Yeah. And fucking the number one title overall. Mm-hmm. No one. So all you, and I'll say it for you, Tony, fuck all you. <laughs> <laughs> Get better, fucking fucking strokes. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. Today, I'm joined by my wife, Tiffany. hey And we're here today to talk to you about... Talk to you. Talk to you. You want to touch me? Yeah, I do want to touch you. We're here to talk to you today about Sky High Comics. Everyone knows that Andy likes to shop at Sky High Comics for 40K. But my wife, Tiffany, she likes shopping there, too. What do you like to shop there for? Um, I go there for comic books. And I also shop there for Warhammer products. I get my AOS there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know, Sky High Comics is a veteran-owned and operated business right there in North County, San Diego. Now, Veteran Gamer, we like to support our local gaming stores. We like to support veterans because, of course, it's the Veteran Gamer. And we like to support cool dudes like Raul. What do you think about Raul, baby? Raul's pretty cool. Raul's a pretty cool guy. I mean, he's very knowledgeable about the products that he carries. He carries... Oh, Pokemon. I forgot about Pokemon. He carries Pokemon cards and 
deck boxes and magic, and he's really passionate about the stuff that he has there. And Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So if you're a nerd, if you're a neckbeard, you want to get your game on, you want to get your nerd on, check out Sky High Comics in North County, San Diego. You can check them out online at skyhighcomics.com. Until then, ladies, back to the show. So let's go ahead and move on to uh, I guess I guess our list. Quick update: Francisco's on his way. Oh, that's oh nice. white girl. Fucking Francisco Sweet. is yeah, on his uh, way. Buddy Francisco is on his way. That's fucking, awesome. you, you guys didn't hear the the white girl wasted fucking oh, podcast man. because oh, wait, fucking it was it was, so wait, it was lost in the warp. because fucking Andy lost yeah. it to the warp. Yeah, I don't know. Like so, something about a blowjob from Alex and he fucking lost it. Yeah, it but um, it does happen. By showing up all on his chin, all up in his beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want I want to get to. How we did in the LVO. I mean, I have Phil, Hayden. Nobody gives a shit about Alex. He doesn't go anyways. No, and don't. fucking myself. So, um, where are we going to go? I'll, I'll go I'll go ahead and not not start off like how I did, but I want to go ahead and just throw out there. I was pretty surprised with Hayden's fucking performance. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And I was actually proud of fucking Phil's yeah. performance. For yeah. somebody... God for, damn, that for, for, so for fucking somebody yeah. that I have beaten into the ground multiple fucking times, day after day, on the fucking practice of... I'm fucked. My, my on the cheeks di- are red. My on on, on red. the dining room table of fucking my house, to fucking Alex's Gamer's Arsenal, fucking Amirietta store, repeatedly. Like, Why have you yeah. never said this about me when I was going up? Well, because you, you you don't beat me, um, <laughs> and you don't do better than me. Uh, Phil actually, by the end of day two, he had the same record, but there were some corrections where I actually did better. Yeah. Um, time went three and with no models, and and I, I'm gonna go ahead and put out there that I think it has something to do with the dress. And the whole game, yeah. <laughs> and the West the Coast Arsenal's oh, fucking no. a little uh, bit, bet. A little bit, a little now, bit. if you're if you're a new listener, uh, I'm the captain of West Coast Arsenal, which we'll probably be changing our name. Just just heads up. Uh, though we have a Arsenal spoon that we call it, and if you're on this team, you automatically agree to it. There is no if, ands, and buts, and if you don't, you're off the fucking team. And. What it is is when there's when there is an event of three or more team members that actually go to a major or a GT, yeah, and you are the lowest of those three or more uh, team members, you wear a dress to the next major yeah. or GT. And Phil was our first victim to that to that uh, bet. Yeah. He honored it honorably. Mm-hmm. Uh, he cried about his fucking armpits or something. Where, where did I, where did I go? It was SoCal Open that you were wearing it. Wearing it, but what happened prior? Was it uh, an RTT? You, a no, Hammer no. Wrath. It was Hammer Wrath. Oh, it was Hammer. It was Hammer Wrath. Wait, no. Oh, it yeah, was Hammer yeah. Wrath. Okay, yeah, yeah you did the was, worst out of us. I'm getting Hammer Wrath and Broadside yeah. Bash mixed mm-hmm. up. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Uh, so he wore it at SoCal Open, honor the bet, and then the lowest there was Tyler, and he honored it, but. There, there was a time where, like, you told me, I am not fucking wearing that thing again. <laughs> and I think I think it kind of helped you guys. Like, I mean, I don't... <laughs> and, and James... Oh, oh, and look, 
and, and the fucking yeah. podcast goes oh, to shit. Oh, no. <laughs> the podcast. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, We're going to welcome fucking James to the All fucking right, podcast. You're going to give me kisses? Phil and James are giving kisses. Hey, James, take a, take a swig of that beer. See how you like I don't it. want to. It no, don't do that. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't. You'll fucking do it to me, but you won't do it to James? Yeah, because I'm Fuck not a you, fucking Phil. retard. Now, now James, is, James has got in here, and before fucking I give my make Phil's head any bigger, yeah. we were just talking about the Tony Got Tony fucking thing, uh, and how we here at the fucking Veteran Gamer don't think fucking he did anything fucking wrong as... Okay. Because it's it's the the masters that fucking rules should be held to a fucking accountability, and we can't have a competitive fucking tournament with fucking go backs and yeah. and and friendly hand jobs. I mean, I I don't I don't know where I stand on that. To be entirely honest with you, I don't because that's actually shocking. Come yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, I mean, you have to understand that. Like, I've been playing for a long time, right? This is. Like when I grew up, I was watching people play, and then there was always like a gentleman's agreement that you know, like something goes down like that, you know, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna pull the trigger on it, you know, you're, you're gonna give the guy the out, you know, to go ahead and make make something um, more legit out of his play, and not mm-hmm. make him you know held to some crazy rule like oh well you went out of order so now your turn's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, the idea was that Alex said, hey, let's let's get this turn in really quickly so we can get through another turn. Right, and I think that whenever you have an agreement like that, it means hey, let's um, kind of fudge some of this this uh this turn order in order to get things done a little more quickly. I do it all the time with my cultists, right? When you when you have Alpha Asian cultists infiltrating, um, just you know to make sure that I save time for me and my opponent, mm-hmm. I, I'll set them up if I have first turn three inches away from where I want to be if I want to be that close, just in the interest of time, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to be a dick, they'd be like, James, you're done moving, or whatever, you know, like. It's, it's silly, right? Mm-hmm. But in the end, I mean, the great part about this is that somebody's, you know, perceived slight ended up turning into a lot of positivity because, you know, that guy that uh, runs League of Legends ended up, you know, donating five grand and then he, you know, Alex donated that five grand to a, ch- a children's charity and then his work actually matched it. So, I mean, all in all, was it a bad thing overall? No, mm-hmm. you know, I think... Actually, there's a lot of positive that came out of it, which is kind of funny. I think the positive that came out of it was the... A whole bunch of kids got money? Yeah, that's good positive. Well, yeah, I don't give a fuck about the money, whatever. But the the standard that it's set going forward. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that there is... Going forward, we know. Right. You don't don't want to get Tony'd right at this point, right? right? It is a verb. Right, I saw that. It's a verb. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I I don't... I'm, I'm pretty permissive with my opponents. Whether I like them or not, I tend to just say, okay, if that's what you intended, go ahead, right? Um, I know that there's a lot of, uh, you know, bookkeeping going on in most people's heads during their game, mm-hmm. right? They got a lot going on, and sometimes, you know, the, the the game might take a turn where somebody's, like, talking too much or whatever else. There's a lot of outside factors, yeah, and I guess, like, you know, if you're going to be the best and be on the top table at LVO, you should be ready for all of that. You should be exactly. practice and ready. I get it, but at the same time, I think that being a gentleman in that respect, or a lady, um, it, it's just you you want to keep that part of the game because that's where the game came from, right? Right, mm-hmm. gentlemen's agreements, right. Yeah. doing things in the spirit of of comp, you know competition, and also you know keeping your face and not and not like being a dick. No, but I, yeah. but I, 
I don't know. I don't hundred percent agree because if we want to take this out of fucking people's garages and fucking right. shit, we gotta we gotta hold to a standard. You weren't here when I was talking about magic. Like magic's the same shit. You fuck up a fucking tap, yep. you fuck up a fucking phase. That's it. You fucking probably lost the match, and that's sure. what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Now, what I, and I also was bringing up earlier is that those first six rounds, that's cool. Like yeah. I played Tony. Right. He, I, I, I gave an example earlier that he let me go back yeah. and do a thing correctly. He was totally cool about yeah, it. He was cool about it, but he probably also knew that you were going to lose that game. Yeah. Well, I was definitely losing anyways. Right. Fucking, he so got the first it's turn. It's a lot easier to do that if you know you're going to win. Yeah, but then when you go into the last, the top eight, the elite eight, yeah. the fucking people that you know us strive just to make top eight, mm-hmm. yeah. and these people make it all the time. Right. I think their game should be held to a lot tighter standard anyways you know what and you're not wrong you're really not at some point we have to become legitimized right mm-hmm. and and so you're trying to go for like a legitimate you know uh you know quote-unquote sport or game yeah there's got to be really tight play well i think that's why mm-hmm. gw came out with match play versus narrative or public or i mean that's why lvl there's a fucking friendly mm-hmm. right yeah you, you're you're right I mean, again, I mean, I can't my argue with it. I'm, I told you though, I'm at ends with it. You know what I mean? I'm not. No, yeah, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to get get really any point. But yeah. I'm saying, but I mean, that's why the LVO has a friendly, and they have the quote unquote champions. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then when my first opponent that I went against, he was like, "I am totally in the wrong fucking tournament. Like, I should, <laughs> I should, yeah. I should be in the friendlies. Like, yeah. let's try to have a great game." And I mean, yeah. I was totally permissive with him. Like, yeah. you can do this. Like, he wanted to go gangbusters against my list, and you know my <laughs> list, and I was like. No, 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 no! You don't, you don't want to go gangbusters. Yeah. Go another secondary. Yeah, and like that's fine. Yeah, but if if, if it was the top eight, I can hundred percent guarantee you that if somebody was like, I'm gonna go gangbusters to you, I'd be like, cool, cool, do it, okay. yeah. yeah and am I am I an asshole for that? No, no, you're definitely not. If you're not trying to lose, right? I mean, if you're helping your opponent, what you're doing is you're helping to win, meaning you're helping yourself to lose. Yeah, so I get it. I, I yeah. understand what you're saying. Again, that's why I am at odds with my myself on that. I don't know where. Mm-hmm. I stand on that. Like, if I, I put myself into into um, uh, Alex's shoes, and I'm like, how would I have reacted? And I know how I would have reacted. I'm like, go fuck yourself, pretty much, right? Like, are you serious? You helped me measure this shit out. You knew what was going on, right? And you helped me fuck myself, yeah. right? But but if he, if he would have told you, no, I'm not gonna ha- I'm not gonna help you measure your measure your nine inches. Wouldn't you think he was a fucking yeah. asshole then? No. Then I would have thought he no, was an I, asshole. I would have thought that. I mean, I would have just thought, okay, this guy doesn't want to help because he he maybe wants me to have more time taken. I think that's more strategic, anyways, rather than just telling somebody, oh yeah, you lose. That's that's mm-hmm. fucking lame. And he got his in the end. You understand? Like Nick doesn't always play that way. He said it on stream. He's like, this is not the way that I play. I don't want to win this way. Mm-hmm. But you did this to Alex, so mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you can't do that. Yeah, so, but on but on that same topic. Uh, Nick got Tony on the same thing. Tony got Alex, which no. the two wrongs make make a right. No, not necessarily. See, that, that's the thing is, I bet you Nick felt like shit for having to win, not win that way, but having to do that because that's, I know Nick, right? And Nick is a lot of things, but somebody who will like mentally try and just fuck a, really, over, a really good player. Yeah, he's a great player, but he's not. <laughs> he's definitely not the guy that will just try and, and play on bullshit. I don't think that was bullshit. I think that was a uh, chink in an armor. And he was like, if I if I was competing, he, if I was not if I was going one and two, yeah, and I was playing you for a number one spot, and you fucked up like that. This not even talking about Tony and Alex, right? And you fucked up like that, and it was like 
me or you, right? Eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Winner of LBO. It's four. It's yeah, four. four it's four thousand or four thousand, whatever the fuck it yeah. was. Four thousand dollars. I'm sorry, but you're, no, no. I, I hear what you're, you're saying. Yeah, there's there's money I'm on sorry. the line. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, you have to also remember something else. There is another facet to this whole thing. Alex Fennell's already won Vegas. He won the first year of Vegas. He has nothing to prove. I, I don't know. I, I didn't know that. Right. So Alex has won already. Well, you're a scrub. <laughs> uh, so well, I guess what I'm trying to get at is the reason that was such an easy thing for Alex to do is because he didn't have to prove himself to fucking nobody at this point, right? That's that's already been done. He has only you know basically like a couple different places he's gonna go during a year where he's got to worry at all. You know what I mean? He's, he's got he's on Team USA now for the ETC, so that's something that's gonna end up being. Something I'm sure he'll want to practice for and stress about. Is Team USA? Yeah. So they're both on the same team. Yeah. Yes. He did that to a teammate. Yes. And But this is how they play and practice anyways. No, it's not. You're wrong. Nick Nick was on another podcast Uh and specifically said that this is how they play. I mean, if that's what he said, that's what he said. From what I've seen... I mean, they all had the same list because they all practiced the week before. They all went to the same house. They went to Sean Naden's house. Yeah. And, and and none of list. and none of them had that winning list at John Ain's house. None of them had the fucking shining spears. Well, okay. This is all from Nick's fucking words. Right. So no, what ended up happening was, okay, Sean made the basis for the list. It was a flowchart list. If if you, ha- I mean, basically you identify certain points on the board and certain units on the board that have a certain distance between them, and because of so many different soulburst actions, um, stacking psychic powers, and then also using stratagems. You can maximize the effectiveness of each individual um, soul burst action. So like a move, a charge, a psychic power, whatever it may be. So all it does is it starts to compound on itself. So if you get one of those actions off, chances are if you get through the whole chain of those events, then you went out right. Because you've shot twice, you've soul bursted with one thing, they can now move across the board and charge whatever else is back there. You've isolated characters, you kill them with another psychic power or more shooting. Whatever the case may be, it just it's a it's an army that if you can get one or two key components off and working, you win. Right? That's just the way that it works because of the soul burst action still needing more nerfs. Right? People complained about it, but we see, I mean, I think you know this already. If it, it synergizes way too well with itself. There's a couple different tweaks that need to be made. Now, the Inari nerf is already super heavy handed and I don't, I honestly don't think it's that big of an issue. Yes, it's the same thing as other armies spending three command points that is automatically going off instead of a cast. Mm-hmm. What I think needs to happen is the Solver's power is way under cost. Like, the casting of it, it is... Should be a four or five. It, I'm, I'm the, to, no, it should be an eight or a nine. Right, and honestly, wow. to really <laughs> fucking nerf it, I think it should be a nine. Because that means your brain's it's still even, getting off it on eight. Right, so this is the other thing, too, is it's the fact that in a... Uh, even even for you know like chaos stuff, I don't think this should be allowed. Um, where you're able to use stratagems for each individual chapter, even if they're in a souped attachment. I don't think we should be able to do that. I think it should be a homogenous detachment in order to unlock those stratagems for each individual legion, god, whatever the case may be. I'll, I'll go as far as saying I think it should be just to where your warlord's at. That's fine with me too. And if yeah. obviously your brain has to be your warlord, right. you only have the three basic stratagems as of right now. We're getting off topic, though. I want to talk about dicks and buttholes. Uh, there's, this this podcast is nothing but off topic. Pussy. 
All right, there you go. It's fucking bitch ass fucking Alex is fucking thinking he's cool, Dude, saying you're, pussy. You're, you're, something you're something that he doesn't get at all, yeah. ever. Man, your hair looks like one side of the Velcro, bro. Oh. One side of the Velcro? <laughs> <laughs> It looks like the soft side. You know, he's, he's soft, soft as baby shit, too. All right, so enough talk about fucking Tony and the Tony fucking bullshit. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about a little bit how we did. Alex, how'd you do at, at Las Vegas? Yeah, nobody cares because you didn't fucking go. Um, I, got, I got here, like like we said, James, got Phil, got myself. Uh, Filling myself. Phil, Phil, that's actually kind of funny, though. <laughs> that, that, could, that could be turned around pretty fucking Filling bad. Filling myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Dragon <laughs> I don't know this reference Dragon <laughs> uh, none, none, none of you are in the fucking cool club Know what the fuck that means uh, oh, shit. Phil how'd you end up doing Just real quick your 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 record And how that made you feel He was 550th uh, I went 4-2 uh, uh, it, it, it made me feel pretty fucking good did you, did you know what place you came in I it was a hundred and something. Hundred and sixth out of five. I think they were five hundred. I can't remember. Really over five hundred people came. One hundred sixth. Um, there were there was one game in particular that I think I could have won, but without going into too much detail, uh, I'm four and two. I'm super fucking oh, proud, happy with myself. God damn it! That's a lot of man right yeah. there. <laughs> Fuck. And Andy Donut is dick, dick around in the fucking hallway. <laughs> See me, witness me. Yeah, witness me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Just some pumps. Just a couple pumps. Just two pumps. I, I do want to ask you, uh, two Phil. Two pump did, the, Andy, no, no, come back. Did the dress actually help you? Here. Did, did, oh, you, 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 you sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Honestly, you're best. I think the biggest thing that helped me in this tournament was the advice to not give up. That had to go really deep, really quick. Just like your butt. No, I, there was a game where I, I thought I was fucking done. Like, I, I told my opponent, like... We're, Life's a game. You I was win. done. Fuck you. <laughs> you can't, you can't talk to Phil in the middle because he like gets completely I, thrown I off. totally get thrown off, dude. He, he gets really deep, too. I get on this fucking Morgan Freeman shit... And you're just fucking Pauly Shoring my. I can smell you. And don't, don't put a donut in front of him either. This fact, he'll just start eating. Yeah, I'll start eating. <laughs> Phil, I, what? How did it make you feel, though? How did it make me feel? Yeah, like like when you lost that second game to Schneider. <laughs> you played against Mike Snyder and lost. <laughs> yeah. He rolled, he rolled two sixes with his Gene Steelers, and he got me. God, get your face off your guard. This is really deep right why, here. Why, why are you getting all gay? You like, you stare at okay, just for the audience. It's I wanna, all, it's I all gay go, right now. Let me explain what just happened right now. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here looking across the table at Phil, and he puts his face right up against the guard in the microphone, stares me dead in the <laughs> eyes, and gives that fucking voice that you just heard, the really creepy one. And it's just like... Ugh, ugh. And I realized, I, realized, I realized really quickly, dude, that's, that's, the, that's the sound of him trying to be sexy. That is really awful for your girlfriend. Feel really, really bad it's about it's Amy. It's what it looks like when he goes down on his girlfriend. Oh, 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 oh. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, his eyes just that, take it over there. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Alex, as he as he parts Alex. the bush. Hey, hey, hey. James can make fun. Alex, you can garbage pail kid. Andy can make fun, but when you start making fun, I can draw the line. Yeah, I go right back to the top. You, you fuck it up. Dude, he looks like a garbage pail kid. Are you guys old enough to know what that is? <laughs> yes, I know what that is. <laughs> okay. I still have some somewhere, man. 
I just I'm fucking done. I'm gonna go fucking. No, no, you're sitting right there. Stop it. You're four and two at LVO. Four and two at LVO. Okay, and and this is actually better than you did at SEO, right? Oh yeah. SEO. I mean, got a model at SEO. What model was that? The Salamander Command vehicle, and I had a fucking Dark Elder motherfucker cheat on me. By the way, Keith. No, not Keith. No, not Keith Barry. No, absolutely not. This other motherfucker. Drag out? No, this other motherfucker from Maryland. Drag out? Keith, Keith Barry knows I fucking love him. This Don't fucking... say his name again. Otherwise, you got to keep saying Drag Yeah. No. Drag Amy went up to this guy. I told Amy. I was like, we were getting our pre-registry uh, done. And I said, Amy, remember that motherfucker I told you about who fucking cheated against me and he played Dark Eldar? There's him right over there. And Amy, sober as a fucking judge, went over to him and said... Nice to meet you, fucking cheater. Fuck you. And I, was like, I fucking love you. We I, all love your girlfriend. I fucking, I was like, she, we love her well. She came over to me. I was like, she's like, I just well. told that guy who cheated against you, well. fuck you. And I was like, God damn, I love you. So, and then you went down. If you're listening to the dark guy player, I play SEO, who's from Maryland. You know exactly who you fucking are. A tantalus and fucking ravagers and reavers don't get minus one to hit. And fuck you. That's it. There it is, right there. He Cheers. Cheers to that. Well, Ray, so that, you do? So you do, how did I end up, or how did I end up on day two? It's two well, different I mean, things. You, you let me know how you feel that you did overall first, and then you can kind of go into your your whole diatribe about how the, how the tournament went in general. I mean, over, overall, how I feel, I, I think obviously, I think I could always repeat my five and one that I did last year, uh-huh. and I went uh, four one one. Uh-huh. Hey, don't grab my leg like that. And forgetting the rules that Gilliman gets up on a four instead of a two. Oh yeah, well, Aaron, dude, Aaron Taylor's the nicest man in the whole. No, no, he world. he is, and I'm I'm not taking anything from him. I mean, he came back to me the next day when he saw me, and we all hashed it out, right? To actually give me the tie, because at the end of day two, uh, I was actually at four and two because Gilliman got up on a two plus, and he rolled a three. He was the fucking gentleman and scholar that he is. Came, he saw me walking around on Sunday. And say, hey, you know, Gilman gets up on a four. I think I rolled a three. And I told him, like, no, you rolled a three because yeah. that's why I lost the game. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, cool, man. Let's just go tell the judge maybe there's something we can get you more points because I know you're trying to do as best you can in your faction. And, I mean, the judges were cool about because we both walked up there. We both said, like, hey, we misscored this because fucking Gilman didn't get up. And they were totally cool about it. I mean, it didn't affect top eight. So I think that's why it was another fucking issue that yeah. wasn't a big deal. And I ended up four one one because fucking Gilman actually didn't get up. Right. Well, hey, you know what though? You lost one one game, right? What are you reflecting on in that game? What could you have done differently? What what, what went wrong? Who'd you play against? What was the army? Uh, I lost I lost my fourth game, uh, the game one on day two against Tony Grappano, which I mean everybody knows who Tony is. Yep. And. It was an Eldar versus Eldar fucking matchup. And honestly, that's one of those matchups that comes down to who goes first. Whose Dark Reapers can come out and do the most fucking damage first. I mean, if I got to go first, the way he set up his fucking Wave Serpents, I could have trapped the Wave Serpents. And when they blew up, they would have been right there for the pickings of all the characters. So you feel that if you had simply gotten first... The game would have been... I'm not... Tony's obviously... A better player than I am as obviously his record overall record but I think me going first would have made him extremely harder for him because he wouldn't have the soul burst and stuff because yeah. the way he places his wave serpent that had your brain in it 
she would have had no escape other than actually putting her out because I see people do it wrong all the time is that when a vehicle blows up, you're supposed to put all your models out first Mm -hmm. and then roll to see what dies. Right. People roll that first and then make it easier. And most of the time it doesn't matter because there's plenty of room around the fucking vehicle and whatever. But sometimes the way we have agreed, like this is impassable. You can't go on top of this. It does come in in account and that's when it would have mattered. And at that point in time, it would have mattered. So I think it would have been a different game. But other than that, like, honestly, oh, I underestimated the Shining Spears. Yeah. They're super good. <laughs> they, they're probably the best unit in the army. They, they're super good. They're a definitely we were talking the about best them. unit in that army, I yeah. honestly think. If, like, if not closely... Uh, the behind the Reapers, yeah. but the the Spears are just... The Spears are better because they have more mobility. They play into that abstract movement, and they start to make things move around. And because of how quick they are with Soul Burst, it gets really crazy really fast. The fucking quick end, the Soul yeah. Burst. Like, if you want them to go across the table, they can go across the table. We From corner about, to corner. We right. talked about them a while ago, back a few podcasts ago. You know, we Yeah, when the, the, when the Codex first came out, gem. I, I do gotta admit, I did overlook the Sam Han... Yeah. Uh, stratagem in the Yanari. I did overlook that, yeah. and that's a big factor of their success in the Yanari. But I mean, Biotan is also a good option too. Yeah, Biotan is good, but I mean, obviously, it's Sandhien for a reason. You use a stratagem that simply lets them charge after advancing, and if you can move up to three times with advancing, you're gonna get there. Yeah, you no go, you go twenty-two, sixteen, sixteen. You're gonna go wherever the fuck you want to go. Do you believe the Emperor protects? Or do you believe a false god sits on the golden throne and death to the false emperor? Regardless of whether you're a loyalist or a traitor, go to www.flyingmonkeycon.com www.flyingmonkeycon.com is Kansas' biggest wargaming convention with Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Age of Sigma, Kings of War, X-Wing, Horus Heresy, narrative events. It promises to be an amazing event set on the river of Wichita, Kansas at the Drury Inn. Get your tickets soon, the weekend of June 22nd through 24th, right here in the air capital of Kansas. See you there. Bubbles, how'd you do at LVO? Oh, wait, I didn't go. You didn't go to LVO? What'd you do instead, Bubbles? I was sitting at my shop, crying <laughs> myself to sleep. Wow. Just like he does every day. Hey, you know, you know, you know who actually did get to go to LVO, Bubbles? Don't even fucking say it. Not on- <laughs> Oh my god. Dead ass serious, don't say it. Dead ass. Head ass. <laughs> oh, I didn't say shit. I didn't say shit. Bubbles, stop. Bubbles is leaving. Bubbles oh, is leaving. We, we lost Bubbles. We're going to cut that part so, out. So- <laughs> We're going to cut that part out, Ray. That was too much. <laughs> We're going to clap it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, well, we you're- Bubbles. <laughs> fucking bubbles. Bubbles didn't get to go. He he's crying. There's there's a trail of tears up outside the fucking podcast room. Uh, 
I'll tell you where I did get to see it LVO. I'm not even going to tell you how I went in mine. I'm just going to say it LVO for me was all about that guy. <laughs> uh, people will not know what that's fucking about. And I don't fucking care because I'm going to keep yelling fucking dragon. <laughs> dragon. <laughs> so, James, uh, LVO, yeah. how'd you how'd you end up? Uh, it went five and one. I lost to the gentleman and probably literally the nicest 40K player I ever met. I mean, he's really good, too. So that's that, that doesn't hurt. Um, Aaron Taller beat me in the one loss. Was, the guy, the guy that I played in my last yeah, round, right? It was a double fire after Gilliman list with a lot of character spam. Um, I did not. Actually, that fucking jump pack guy is fucking annoying. Yeah. So Aaron's <laughs> a very lucky guy. Um, I'll just say that. And and uh, it was it's not anything to complain about. It's just something you have to kind of work against. Um, I, I talked to some people after the loss, and they're like, "Dude, just you know, if, if you think you're not going to have the dice, you just need to be in the right place." Right, so I took that to heart, and you know, now I'm really working on on uh, model placement behind buildings, things like that. Like if I, in some cases, if I don't even want to engage, I just want to get through a turn quickly. I just want to put models where they're supposed to go. I may not even roll my attacks. I'll just sit there. You know what I mean? Just just leave this leave these units here in place, and that's it. That's it. You know, it, it, it's worked out for me. Um, I went to a tournament today, actually. It was tournament day. Yeah, I went to a tournament. It's all the way out in Victorville. Totally fuck. Yeah, I tried calling you. Well, I had, I had to fucking work. Yeah, I, I don't care. That's fine. I'm, I'm supposed to have Saturdays off. But because I went to LVO, I had to work this Saturday and next Saturday. That sounds like a bunch of shit. Right, well, they pay me a lot, so whatever. Oh, fuck it. But um, anyways, long story short, I lost to a double fire after Gilliman list at LVO. Um, it was something that I definitely should have won against. It's actually one of my preferred matchups. Um, it came down to some, some key dice rolls. Um, he made five four pluses on his last wound for his fire raptor um he also made four three up saves on the last wound for his smash fucker uh those were huge turning points in the first turn um he was able to because of gilliman still keep the fire raptor in the game and viable because of you know re-rolls on re-roll fucking everything. everything it didn't really make a difference that it was hitting on fives yeah it's really annoying it's it's, it's, it's like <laughs> you get worse in your uh you deteriorate worse but now you get to re-roll more yeah. Even though I have minuses to hit. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of ridiculous. So, um, you know, props to him, though. I mean, he, he uh, I think he, I might have had him sweating bullets in that first round once he saw the strategy and the drop. Um, the obliterators were in position to absolutely curb stomp the uh, the fire raptor. This rolled like shit. Uh, he rolled hot in his saves. I, I was figuring I was in a down one. Um, and because of the way that I positioned the cultist bomb, I was able to shoot away. Um, everything between uh, Gilliman and my obliterators were going to shoot twice. So, I mean, on, on average dice, I feel I would have downed the Raptor and maybe put Gilliman down one time, and he would have to roll for it. Uh, I, I mean, he saw it, and then so what ended up happening as well is I also was able to bonus on that on that mission, which is really difficult to do, is the only two objectives um, where, you know, you have to, you, to get the bonus, you have to be on yours and your opponent's. Very yeah, difficult to do. Super hard. Right. Well, it's, was, it's, was, it's the one. It. It's the one mission where you like you never get the I hold more than you. And I pulled it for two rounds because I was able to shoot him off of his back objective and then warp time the cultist onto the objective, and he couldn't round back around. He had he left mortars on it, which was yeah. not enough. I was like, okay, well, I mean, my stubbers are going to kill those mortars right now, and then we just advanced and charged. Yeah. When I when, when I, I mean. when I played him, it's his. You know, obviously same list. 
But the the mourners in the back and the flyers are his like main fire base, and then he has the horses or whatever the fuck they are right, run yeah. towards you, and then the deep strike to kind of like occupy you while you're fucking dealing with that shit. And just, I was on a table that had no ruins, uh-huh. and I honestly think that that's what gave Eldar such a big advantage. Is that the ITC usually have a lot of ruins? Right. Now, granted, my last game I didn't have ruins. I had some rocks, yeah. but he could see fucking pretty much the whole table. Right. And that's an, a key factor of why Eldar did so well. Because fire and fade, fi- hiding behind those ruins. It's jump shoot jump from Tau. If Tau had that yeah. right now, they'd be on top too. Yeah, and, and shit. There's codexes coming out from what we fucking heard. And but your your road uh, going five and one. Getting you twenty third, I believe, right? Yeah, it was twenty third. Twenty third. Um, wasn't that easy either? I mean, I mean, just your last game, you were playing behind me uh, on the next table over, and you're playing Brandon Grant. Yeah, I played Brandon Grant. He was running that crazy Blood Angels, Dark Angels combo that he's got with a uh, plasma obliterator. It's actually a pretty ingenious way of keeping um, Death Company very uh, versatile because with that extra move, you can use it to basically embark inside of the Bastion. If you feel like you're not going to be in a good position to use Death Company and, you know, keep them alive, mm-hmm. right? So, it, ingenious. Brandon is a superb player, man. Now, you can't you can't use their extra move out of there, right? No, no. You, you have to start outside of it and you can use the move to get into it. <laughs> okay. Right? right. It is an extra move. Move means you can embark. So, that's what he's been doing. Um, it was, it's, it's, it, like I said, it's ingenious because if you start on the line and you're like, okay, my opponent's a dodo. Right, he gave me something to charge. So, okay, great. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Right? Or, I mean, he played against me, and I knew what to expect. I'm like, okay, I'm going to back up. I'm going to give him a really, like, you know, basically an easy target to come and charge, but I gapped it perfectly so that if he decided to come and do that, he's going to get blasted. Mm-hmm. Right? So, he, he chose very wisely to deploy inside of the Bastion. And not only that, he gave me second turn because he wanted me to advance. Right? So you read the play, put them in the Bastion, or I'm sorry, rather the Plasma Obliterator, let me come up, and he knew that I had to act quickly. The only killable unit that he allowed me to see, really, was the Bastion itself, and then the, he left like a squad of scouts that was right up in front of me. So I had to go up and kill one. I unfortunately still had some hangover from the bad dice in the prior game, and um, it took me three command points with a Herald to swing twice to kill five scouts. <laughs> Um, and I also had a spawn there. And, oh, why do we play dice games sometimes? Right, I know it was it was pretty dumb, but it, I I mean, it ended up in the in, in the end, it was it was the right call. I needed to get that first strike because that old school going. It was like a three point swing if I hadn't have done that. So hmm. I mean, I had to you know using three command points to just to attack again and kill scouts sounds like a really bad idea, a really bad investment. But when but when it's your game, secondaries, yeah, when you look at your secondaries, I mean, I would have missed my first blood for old school. I would have not scored a point for kill points. Um, Brandon would have gone up a point over me for killing more. Yeah. So, I mean, it's three swing points. And, and so I was like, you know what? I need to make this decision right now, and it's going to hurt, and I'm going to lose stuff, and I'm going to allow him to charge me now. All this bad shit, but it was worth it. I was still positioned really, really strongly. Um, I still made it so that, you know, if he was coming to me, he was going to pay for it. Um, that's the whole that's the whole idea is, you know, if you're going to give something up, you know, you got to fight tooth and nail to make them really pay for anything, any inch they take. So that's what ended up happening. I just made him sit through attrition for a couple rounds. 
And when it comes down to it, Blood Angels, although very killy and a little and slightly more durable, are still power armored Marines. And yeah. that's what it came down to. Way to nice kill them. Yep. Uh, out of out of your six games, uh, how many games? What what was the average uh, turn you were getting to? Um, at least five. I mean, four and five all the way through. Um, usually, when you get to five, people are wanting to talk out six. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I mean, they're, and in all reality, you pretty much know where the game's gonna go. Turn three, four. Uh, yeah, but you don't necessarily know what the dice are gonna do to you. I mean, I thought I was in a table, Aaron, two. That didn't happen. I, re- I really felt that I could because if I killed one fire after and Gilliman in the first round and the smash fucker, I mean, what does he have left? Death Riders? I mean, that's nothing to me. I mean, I, I still had many components of my army that were still waiting and untapped. Like, if he had you know, lost all that in the first round, I mean, I would have just sat there and said, you got to come to me now. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, pay for it again. Right? But this is a different game. We're talking about Brandon now. Um, I, I would I would say that, yeah, like, getting getting through turn four and five is what helped me. There was actually, when I played Brandon, I literally told him, I'm like, Brandon, if this game goes past turn four and into five, I think I'm going to win automatically. There's nothing you can do. And it's weird because I, I see Brandon light up, right, when I talk to him like that, and I don't really see him get happy or excited <laughs> about shit with anybody else. So I don't know. I think it's because we're very close in proximity here, you know, in San Diego, and we tend to play each other a lot on top table. Um, it, it comes down to this thing where, like, it's exciting because... We we kind of know how we play, and it's it's funny to kind of like test each other. And when I told him that, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. Turn five, you better beat me." And he actually held his word because we went over time, and it was like people were wanting us to like hard dice down and stuff like that. But it's the last round, so we're just ignoring everybody. Yeah, it's the last round. Right? Fucking, like, we, we already we have do. one loss. Right, like, it's, it's not even a big deal. So uh, yeah, he, he's like, "Okay, well, it's turn five. You're gonna do it." I'm like, "Well, yeah." I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you now. Like I would say I had the game one or maybe like turn one and turn two. Turn three and four were definitely his. And then turn five, I was positioned to just absolutely wipe him. So I killed all of his death company models, all like both squads. And he had one squad of those plasma inceptors that the obliterators actually they were I think twenty eight inches away. No, I'm sorry, it was like thirty inches away, and they rolled in advance to get just close enough. To shoot, and even with the minus one to hit, I still killed the entire squad. <laughs> and that's actually what won me the game. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, this is, um, and if I kill them, you know, like, I beat you, I think, by three is like a, like a giant swing. Well, you did call it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, call, <laughs> I called my shot. So, I mean, I, I mean, at the same time, like, you know, him allowing me to do it was also me saying, this is the turn. So, he was trying to call my bluff, so to speak. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that speaks volumes of Brandon's character. He could have told me, like, you know, no, we're done. Dice down. Yeah. But that's not the way that we play, which is kind of important. And it also kind of segues back over to what you were talking about, Tony. That's a gentleman's agreement, right? I mean, he very well could have just been a dick. Nope, not going to let you do it. Sorry, I need these points. And if, I would just go back to it. If it was top eight, I wouldn't let you go do it either. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I don't beat you very often. I don't think I've beat you at all yet. You, but like, fucking, you actually have not played me ever. Yeah, because you, either you're at my tournaments or I can't go to a tournament that you went to. Right. Yeah, and I'm just if it's for four thousand dollars, four thousand dollars is a lot of money for me yeah. at this point in time. True. True. I'm like, no, we're not going to fucking get more rounds. I, I hear you. <laughs> so so um, I was at a tournament. I want to talk about this, man. It's, it's been on my mind like while I was. Where was that? It was in Victorville. Victorville. Oh California. yes, yes, yes Victor. it's, it's an armpit. It really is just <laughs> not a nice part of town. Part of well, the, the store is cool though. It's actually pretty big. 
Um, and they had some really good terrain. It was it was a good event. The guys there are just now starting to get into it, so it was kind of like, um, you know, I felt maybe like I, I was, you know, needing to kind of throttle back a little bit. So I did. Um, still ended up winning the tournament, but I was trying to make as many teachable moments as I possibly could, and there was one guy in there that really stood out to me, and it was really cool, and I hope he actually hears this. Maybe he listens to the podcast, maybe he doesn't. And the, a little bit older gentleman, um, his name was Steven. A lot of people get offended nowadays, so... Probably not. Probably not. You're probably right. But check this out, man. It was really impressive to watch this guy play. Because all of these guys are in an isolated meta. They don't travel. Okay. Right? And it's a it's mostly a, a Tyranid and Demon store. Okay. Okay? Um, the guy that I was playing was playing Pure Zeech. But he, they also allowed the Thousand Suns Codex in. Right? Which came out today. And he was running... They allowed it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fate Weaver. Um, he was playing with... I, believe uh like four exalted sorcerers and then he had like a um the zangor enlightened they're the 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 bow uh the, the skyfires they're the skyfires okay um anyways it, it was a really like, shooting well bows at fucking power armor got it well i mean there's spirit bows bruh <laughs> all right sure all right so anyways long story short this guy it was really funny because the first thing you say is you're you're from Frontline. I've seen you, I think, on a on a um, like a video battle report. I'm like, well, it was probably a long time ago because I haven't been on one in a really long time. Yeah, they don't allow me on no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's. Uh, I, I don't expect to to win today, but I'm very curious to see what I do differently than you. And I was like, whoa, that's a really cool way of asking that, you know, like or, or saying something because. I've never really been able to articulate that because when you and I talk about the people that we watch play, we're like, we just want to know how you do this, right? He says, I want to know what the difference between you and me is. And that's so perfect. Like that, that is, you know, articulated perfectly. So when we were playing, the first thing he mentioned, he goes, your movement with every, with every move, with every model is so precise, right? And I go, First of all, thank you for saying that because I'm super sloppy with my movement, except for the front row. I play a 165 mile army, so I have to be quick. Yeah, this is as far as I yeah, can go. Yeah. And everything else. And so like there. everything else just piles behind. Yeah. He goes, no, 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 I understand that. I understand exactly what you're doing. And he goes, what blew my mind is charges. I didn't know charges were that strong. Everybody says shooting's better. Like, oh yeah, El- Elvio fucking opened my eyes yeah. to fucking charging and like I really gotta watch and make sure I- this shit doesn't happen to me again. Right, because you can totally get fucked over by a shotgun blast charge from a large model count unit. You can get fucked up by charges that go through walls, charges from characters that you can't see, mm-hmm. all different kinds of things that you really can make your opponent pay for. And so this guy, I kid you not, watch me do it one round with my cultist bomb where I wrapped him up with a bunch of stuff so he couldn't shoot, right? Next round he drops, um, I think it was like a horror squad or something like that, makes an 11-inch charge... And then ties up all my back line. I'm like, wow. You learn quick. I was like, dude, that was really fucking good. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm impressed. Like, so I'm like, wait, wait, hold on a second. This is, this is actually kind of bad. I wasn't expecting this to happen. And I was like, dude, I gotta start playing hard. Like, fuck this. I can't throttle back. I gotta go hard now because I might lose the game by a couple points, you know? So, I mean, I, I did, I did put the pedal to the metal a little bit there in the last couple of rounds. And I ended up beating him, but dude, that was impressive. Let me so flex. Let me guys. flex a little muscle. Let me flex a little muscle. Go here. ahead, flex it. No, I'm just saying you. Oh, and, yeah, and oh I was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. well, I had to, man. I was putting a lot of stuff in reserve. I was playing with like no, no, no blood letters on the table. No, um, I kept the squad of obliterators out. Uh, I was keeping my my um, character models like my my heralds and my um, 
chaos or, you know, kind of like isolated so they wouldn't go up and do anything. But like, you know, once it came down to him, like, yeah, I better start advancing this shit to get on objectives while I really concentrate on damage output. And that's when it kind of put him down. Um, if you play against, guys, this is a pro tip. Playing against demons, they have a leadership seven. If you can put, you know, four or five wounds into every unit, um, that's actually better than killing them outright because most likely your opponent will only be able to spend those two command points on one thing to keep them alive. And then you're going to start rolling off and start killing a lot of stuff. Um, just, just through, you know, high dice rolls or whatever else that, there might be. That's something I've noticed, like playing against Hayden, uh, their leadership isn't the great, yeah. the greatest no. and command points are also what, how many units they actually deep strike. Yeah. It comes into effect of who they can actually make, uh, fearless. fearless. Right. And uh, leadership, like the hemlocks, because, you know, I play older. So the hemlocks and yeah. the fucking hor- horrify, like those actually Stat seem hard. very, very little. Yeah. And when you look at them on paper, but they come into handy when you play against demons, in, in my opinion. They really do. It's, it's important. And yeah. And so congratulations on, on the win uh, in Irvine, you said. No, uh, no, man. Come on. Victorville. Victorville. I can't remember like 10 seconds ago, it's man. It's, it's, it's fine. Goldfish or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh good job at fucking lvo thanks for fucking you know throwing in some words and shit of course man i thought there was gonna be more bubbles and licking vaginas and yeah stuff, well it's just me and you in here now you yeah. scared bubbles away already yeah he, he went off crying it's all right so we'll take take a break here and we'll we'll be back <laughs>